Deborah, and we're, we're doing queer, queer movie night. <laughs> um, so this week, uh, the pick is uh, I can't think, think straight. straight. Deborah can't think straight because she picked this movie. Hey, <laughs> that's exactly why I picked this movie. You know that? But, um, so Deborah, you you have like a little uh, like. Um, summary of the movie. So I do have a summary. Yeah, so of the what's movie. the movie about? So we looked up the summary on Google, <laughs> yes. and I thought it did not. Uh, it was not to standards. It didn't showcase what the movie was actually about yeah, in a good way. I would agree. So I wrote my own babies. Ready? I can't think straight. Is a movie about two young women living in London who are maneuvering through family, religion, and that never-ending question: Why can't we make our relationships with men work? Maybe it's because they can't think straight. Whoa. Whoa. See what she did there? She put yes. the title in the synopsis. Um. <laughs> well, damn. Damn. Well, damn, damn. <laughs> well, damn, damn. Um, so, great. Um, so, I Can't Think Straight is a British film from 2008, mm-hmm. directed by Shamim Sarif. Um, and what's your relationship to this movie, Deborah? Why? My relationship. Wh- wh- how did you first see it? What What was your... Oh, this is going to be what I say every time. But <laughs> after Ellen helped me find this movie back in the day, um, it was just one of those ones that was on a list all the time of mm-hmm. not too bad lesbian movies that you guys should consider watching because it's not awful. And then I watched it, and I just really liked it. Nice. Yeah. I Not think the too women, bad. The women have great chemistry. I think that's the selling point. The, because I want to say up front, right here and now, at the start of this pod, that the Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie is a whopping 16%. <laughs> so, you might be thinking, if you watch this beforehand, and you're listening to this now, and you thought, why the hell would Deb choose this movie? It's really not good. I think it's good for the standards of what gay women consider to be yeah. like a good gay movie. Well, we all know that gay movies can be very, very bad. I would say exactly. that this one is good enough. Exactly. Sure. It's good enough. And the chemistry of the, the two done. women yeah. is convincing it's enough. Amaz- their chemistry is really good. They're, they have very, like their sexual chemistry is amazing. Exactly. I will say that for sure. Fun fact about these women, the director liked them so much and they had such great chemistry that they actually filmed another movie. Yeah, yeah. Called The World Unseen. The World Unseen. There's, there's, it's actually like a crazy thing. They filmed I Can't Think Straight first and then they were supposed to get backing from this guy who turned out to be a crook and he was like holding on to like the film from it. Like, they owned the rights, but he didn't, like, pay for anything. And so, like, they were in court, like, trying to get the rights back. Um, and while they were doing that, they filmed The World Unseen at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is a period piece. It's, it's set a period in the 50s piece, yeah. in South Africa. Yeah. I think it's maybe better than this movie. I haven't seen it, so I can't say. I did see it. It is good. I would say, mm-hmm. especially if you like these two women and you watch this movie. Yeah. Um, their chemistry is just so 
good. Damn, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Their chemistry is really good. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but that's such a, like, crazy story. So they filmed them both, like, around the same... Or they filmed the first one, and then while they were fighting for their rights, they filmed the other one. And then they both came out around the same time, I think. They were both in production at the same time. Um, um, yep, yep, yep. So let's, yep, yep, let's yep. Uh, dive in. Um, All right. <laughs> so the movie starts, we open with uh, getting ready for a wedding party. So we start with... <laughs> What are you an engagement at? party, right? Oh, an engagement party. But that it's still like a wedding. I guess the wedding party is before the wedding, like right before the wedding. That's like Isn't a, a wedding dinner. party just, yeah, a rehearsal dinner or an engagement party. Is a wedding party. party just a wedding? I think a, we- <laughs> I think a wedding party is a wedding. Or a wedding party are the people in your wedding party, oh, like okay. your bridesmaids and Like the group of people. Yes. Okay, well then, technically I was right. I'm going to hop on your dick. And- <laughs> Please don't. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so the movie begins with an engagement party. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, I hopped on your dick really hard about that. Sorry. Without my permission, let me say so. <gasps> Peyton. Step off. Ooh, step off. Don't know. Well, step off. I don't know that song. Step, it's School of Rock. Oh. Remember? Step off. I don't remember. What? You know every movie. <laughs> I, I've seen that movie. I don't remember that part. I'm a, hmm, Okay. I want to be done with this podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. So the movie that we're going to talk about starts with an engagement party uh, for Tala, who is one of our leading actresses. Very beautiful. Um, we meet her family, which includes her mom, who's very rich and snooty. Her housekeeper, Rami, who's my favorite character in the movie, who <laughs> spits in her mom's coffee. Uh, we meet her two sisters, one who's like really depressed and the other one who's like also rich and snooty. And then I think we sort of meet her dad and like her uncle and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so they have the engagement party and everybody's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Tala's getting or trying to get married again. This is actually her fourth engagement. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> it's her it, fourth engagement. Yeah. Ooh, who was meant to be yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So that's Tala. Then we jump over to our other lead protagonist, Layla, Layla. who has hu- like huge eyes. Like they look unnaturally huge to me. She looks like a Disney princess. <laughs> She's very beautiful. They're good. Let me say that. Those are good, good, huge eyes. They're good, huge Unnatural eyes. Unnatural eyes. She wears a backwards cap because she's not like other girls. I thought it was frontwards. No, I think you're right. It is frontwards. But she's still not like other but girls. She's still not like other girls. And you'll see why. <laughs> why do you think it is, Peyton? Um, I don't know. I can't I can't put my finger on it. I you know what? I'm trying to think right now and my brain I just can't seem to think straight. I don't <laughs> <laughs> And we lo- we just lost all our listeners. <laughs> Um, so Layla, uh, visits her dad at work, um, and her dad wants her to join the family business, which is life insurance. And it, guess what? It It sells sells itself. itself. (laughs) She's like, dad, I'm not good at selling things. And he was like, it's, it sells itself. Everybody dies. Everybody needs life insurance. Yes. And also I do want to point out one thing about the scene. She says, dad, I'm not, I'm not 16 anymore, but I'm going to give a shout-out to my friend Tia, who listens to this podcast. Shout-out, what's up? Uh, and she said, texted me and was like, wait, I thought I heard her say, Dad, 
I'm not six or I'm almost 16. She essentially thought she was like 15 for a good chunk of the oh movie. Oh my God. I would so, be having a crisis if I thought she was so 16 bad. years old. That would be so bad. It would be movie. bad on me if I chose that movie. Yeah. So I just want to say if anybody else heard that, that she's in her 20s. Creepy... <laughs> she's in her 20s. She's in her 20s. Everybody is of age in this movie. <laughs> Where do we go to next? Where do we go after that? Hmm. Um, so she's trying to print pages because Layla is a writer. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> but that's not why she's not like other girls. Stay tuned for that reveal. <laughs> <laughs> so then we uh, go and we see Layla's home life and we meet Layla's sister, Yasmin, who wants to be a cook or like a caterer. A chef or a caterer? She wants to do food of some sort, but yeah. not Indian food. No, and that makes their mother angry. The, Mom is mad. She's like, we're Indian. You're going to do Indian food. And she's, she's like, like no, I want to do all kinds salad. of... She's making a Greek salad. Yeah. The mom's like, I'm going to put some peppers in your salad and ruin it. Yeah, and they get pissed. <laughs> and she... Well, not they. Yasmin gets pissed. Yasmin gets pissed. Even though the mom throws in whole peppers. They're not chopped up. So yeah, it's going to be very easy for them, them to out. be pulled out. But she's like, ugh. <laughs> That's it. I don't think she has a line or anything. No. Um, so we meet her mom, who's very traditional Indian... Um, and then we are introduced to Layla's boyfriend, Ollie. Ollie. Who is a cutie patootie? He's very cute. I would date him. I know you would. If you look like Ollie, please email us. <laughs> email at us at movie movie night night at gmail.com gmail. <laughs> with a with headshot. <laughs> um, <laughs> stop <laughs> copying me. <laughs> Fine, um, headshot resume. Um, tell me how tall you are. <laughs> and, and if you have unnaturally big eyes, even better. <laughs> I don't know about that. Anyway, um, I'm single. Moving on. I'm not. <laughs> okay, Deborah's good. not single, and she loves to rub it in my face. What? I'm sorry. I rub it in everybody's face. <laughs> I just love my woman so much. Um, so we meet Ali who is Layla's boyfriend. Ali is, his best friend is Tala. What? It's coming together. So he's like, hey, you should meet my friend Tala, who is from, her family is Christian Palestinian from Jordan, but she has a house in England. There's very many different locations in this movie, and (laughs) I am trying to keep track of them. You just said that perfectly. Thank you so much. So they go to uh, Tala's England house, and uh, she meets Tala and Tala's mom, who mm-hmm. has a Corella Deville cigarette that gets longer throughout the movie. <laughs> it just looks so good. It looks so good. She's like, hun- she's smoking her cigarette, and she's like, "Honey, I'm a bitch." Yeah. Okay. Also, I want to point out that the mom does not look much older than Tala. So I yeah. looked. That, I looked. Did you up, look up their ages? I did. The mom's only like five years older than her in real life, so that had to. I yeah, roll. That had to be a knife in the gut when she got cast. I mean, she's this. a beautiful woman. Yeah, but yeah. I think Lisa Ray, who plays Tala, is sub- like her character is supposed to be younger than the actress actually is. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Eh, so they're both matter. they're both aged. Well, Tala's aged up and then or aged down, mm-hmm. and then the mother actress is raged. You know aged what? Up. I'm realizing something right now as we're talking about this. Yes. Age is just a construct. Uh, but also like <laughs> hire older actresses exactly like 
hire older actors. You know, all of these, all of those Hollywood producers that are listening to Queer Movie Night right now. <laughs> hire older actresses. Get your hand out of your pants. Get your hand out of your asshole. And hire some older actresses. Yes. Pop that finger. <laughs> Stop finger popping each Stop. other's buttholes. Yes. And finger pop your and fingers finger pop around your fingers. a pen. Around a pen. <laughs> and write down an older lady's actress's name. name. And cast her in your big Hollywood movie. Okay? Okay. There we go. <laughs> so We're doing work. We're, we're doing, doing work, work today. for the people. Yeah. Ladies, we're working. I'm trying to get to the point where I, my, um, if I'm ever, I basically want my career title to be influencer. I would say <laughs> you're influencing me right now <sighs> to go on with the plot of this movie. Hey! Uh, so Layla meets Tala and Tala's bitchy mom, and instantly they're eye fucking each other, like from the moment they s- see each other. Like Tala's, like, she kisses. Layla on either side of her cheek. She's like, that's how we do it in Jordan before we slit each other's throats. Mm. That's what gets the girls going. <laughs> that's what gets the girls going. That's how I, that's how I bagged my woman. <laughs> like, come over here and give me a cheek, kiss before and I then slit your throat. Her life. <laughs> now she's marrying me. <laughs> so, so ladies, take notes. Proof it in works. the pudding. Proof in the tapioca pudding. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, it's sort of brought up, this is kind of an overarching theme in the movie. Uh, Tala's family talks a lot about the Israel-Palestinian uh, conflict, um, which it's it's like sort of a big theme, but it doesn't really come up in the plot. They just sort of talk about it a lot. I think the you said that Shamim wanted to talk about like, Wanted to showcase, like, what was sort of the atmosphere of where she was living. The current political climate of what was happening at the time. I mean, that's been going on for years and years. I think she essentially just wanted to shoehorn the issues into this movie. Yeah. That, like, she considers to be a comedy or a romantic comedy. Yeah. To get that out because she didn't have another medium in which to do so. She also does the same with The World Unseen. Yeah. Well, that one I've seen the trailer for, and it seems like it's more of a... Because it is... um, Historical fiction, it feels like it's more yeah. rooted in the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think, though, it's a way, it's a it's a vessel in which to bring in religion. Yeah, because they do play up religion part. for Talas, especially her story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that does make sense. I think it does ground the movie a little bit, and and um, yeah. At, at first, I didn't quite understand its inclusion, but I think it really does. Ground it. Yeah, I think it's an interesting uh, point of view from the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they do, they bring up Tala. I think Tala asks, or is it Tala or Tala's mom asks Layla, like, if she's Christian or. I don't or know. Muslim. I know if her family, uh, mm-hmm. Layla's family is religious, but Layla doesn't seem like she's uh, super strict with it, about it. Like, she doesn't always go to church and everything. Um, but that's sort of their conversation. But you can tell they hit it off right away. And then uh, Tala and Ali, um, they basically plan to meet for tennis. Yeah. Oh, there after. is one little part I want to point out when they're yes, sitting on the, the couch. Yes. When uh, right before Ali and Layla leave, Tala like picks a little tiny piece of lint off of Layla's pants Mm -hmm. and it's like a moment that i just noticed the last time i watched it and i've seen this movie so many times and you could see like 
oh, you can see Layla's little heart jump when it yeah. happens, and it's like, wow, the the, the details. Yeah, well, I the, mean, the details. When you're like a closeted gay, like just discovering yourself, like that kind of move is so electric. Oh my gosh, I know. I would, I like imagine getting this like shooting thing down my spine. Yeah. Yeah, just a like thing. just like being in the vicinity of someone and then like slightly touching you or like taking a fuzz off you. It's just like, oh my god, we're so close. Like we could be touching right now. Right. Oh god. Do you guys know what that's like? I feel it every day. <laughs> like when I'm on public transit and like a guy sits next to me, I'm like, if our knees are touching, I'm like, we're falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you are. Maybe. Maybe I'm in love with every man that takes the CTS. I hope that you have this scenario with a little less trauma <laughs> of too. while you were sleeping. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. Like know? I save someone who falls in onto the subway and then mm-hmm. I pretend to be their fiance and then I actually fall in love with their brother. Exactly. Exactly that. Perfect. And the brother will still be Bill Pullman. And actually, <laughs> I'm going to fall in love with Bill Pullman. Oh, age difference it doesn't matter because age is a construct. And also, Sarah Paulson and Holland Taylor. Mulrooney. What is it? The brother Dumont Mulrooney from No, no, it's no, it's Peter Gallagher. Oh, it's Peter Gallagher. That's Mm -hmm. right. I don't think he's as cute. Sorry, he's not, and he only has one testicle. Remember they talk about that in the movie because because the the other guy. Peter Gallagher. In the middle of the movie, they all drive character, and they're like, um, Peter Gallagher only has one testicle. Well, oh, what I was, oh, do you remember that movie On the Six with Lance Bass? No, I've never it seen it. It was made in the early oh, 2000s, and it was about, like, him I vaguely and remember girl it coming out. falling in love on the train in New York City. <gasps> yeah. That's my story. It is your story. Literally just replace you with the girl. Wait, the girl, the girl with and you. And I'm, actually, my boyfriend is Lance Bass. Yeah. That there actually could happen. That could well, happen. Well, is he married? I don't know. If he had the power to... I know he dated Topanga from Boy Meets World. We're really getting off topic. <laughs> okay, where are we in the movie? Oh. Um, just still like 15 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the tennis match. We meet uh, Ollie's white friend, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. He appears for a second. A second, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, enough. He's important enough that Ollie's like, um, I can't play tennis with you girls. I have to play with my friend, Jeff. So... You girls don't have to play with each other, I guess. They have a very sexually charged game of tennis. Very aggressive, while a really like rockin' song plays in the background. Yes. All the all the music sounds like that in the movie. It's not great. I don't know if that's like lesbian. Is that like lesbian nineties music? Is that what? Unfortunately, yes. Oh yeah. Before we were saved by Tegan and Sarah, that's what it all mm-hmm. sounded like. Remember the soundtracks were so good for Desert Hearts and Beautiful Thing. I don't think Peyton's going to be posting the soundtrack for I can't. I'm, I'll, I'll post the soundtrack. I'm, I'm not going to make a playlist, it. but I will post the soundtrack. Yeah, it's on Spotify. I don't, don't, don't want to talk about that when you talk about you. Yeah, it was What two girls playing tennis? <laughs> yeah. I do love. I do love um, Tala's like she has like poofy sleeves like in her tennis skirt she looks very cute they yeah. both they're both gorgeous women they um, are so sexually charged tennis game then they're like out of breath they're like Tala's like oh, let's uh, wash up in the <laughs> in the <laughs> locker room or whatever and um, they broach the subject of like she's like I'm sorry for like talking about religion and Layla's like thank you for it made me think I don't know 
I don't know what she says. It's but not important. All I remember is that. Is uh, that? Oh yeah, she removes that. Like yeah, Layla has like a little piece of once again lint from a towel in her eye, and uh, Tala gets it out of her eyelash, and it's just a very nice moment. And yeah. I like it because it seems like it wasn't supposed to be like. I don't know. Like, they were. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to happen. Like because they were still talking about something yeah. else when it happened. It's not like the world stopped and all of a sudden, in slow motion, Tala <laughs> picked this thing out of Layla's eye. It was like a very natural thing yeah. that I think you would do with a person you were really close to, which is a testament to their connection because they barely know each other yet. Yeah. The just like, <laughs> I mean, just bringing it up again, their sexual tension is so good. Yeah, it's and like charged. Tala's like going for it. Like Layla's like. Oh, what's going on? But like Tala's going for it, even mm-hmm. though she's like the super Christian one. And then, so then she invites her uh, to see her play polo, which brings in conflict because Layla lies to her parents Ooh. and is like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I can't go to church. I'm gonna hang out with my boyfriend Ali." And then she goes to polo. Her dad catches. First of all, why is she lying? I think I know why. Is it is it maybe because she's not like other girls and like something else is going on? Maybe she's just honestly, Peyton, not thinking straight. Ugh, that could be it. (laughs) So she gets caught in the lie because her dad calls and he's like, "Hey, are you having a fun time with Ollie?" And she's like, "Yeah, we're having the best time." Um, (laughs) These aren't the direct lines. I'm making this up. We're having the best time, and her dad's like, "Jokes on you, Ollie called," and he's like, "Where are you?" But he's good about it. Yeah, the dad's like, um, don't worry, I won't tell your mom. Bye, I love you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, thank you. Thank and you. then she hangs up the phone. And then we see Tala cut, walk over in her polo outfit, which I think is so cool. She looks so cute. Everything that Tala wears is sexy. And then everything that... <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything that Layla wears is so ugly. Every pair of pants she wears has 20 pockets. I They're know. all cargo. But... Straight up, that was my style when this movie came out, and I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved both of their clothes so yeah, much in yeah. this movie. T- Tala's like a fashion model. Her, she's like a business entrepreneur or something, but she always yeah. Looks they never nice. go into that. Yeah, they never they never say what her business is. They just say she's just like she's I, I'm busy. I have work. Yeah. At one point, at the end she, or near the end, she's like, "I got that account." <laughs> and they're like, congrats. Congrats. Never seen her work she, she once. She got that account. Yeah, yeah you never see her like behind a desk. You never see her answer a phone. No, you just see the two of them walking through parks the yeah, whole time. So lots of So lots of walking through parks. Lots of putting your hand in, in a fountain. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Lots of longing glances that are very sexy. Um, and oh, this is when they talk after the polo game and Tala discovers that Layla is a writer. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I would love to read your stuff. So, cut (laughs) to. Cut to. Layla shows her her story, which is called, like, Snowfall. or And it has a picture of, like, clip art snow Clip art, like, a snowflake. (laughs) (laughs) It looks so bad. And it also looks like, uh, maybe it's a short story, but it looks like it's four pages long. Yeah. (laughs) She has it in, like, one of those, like, little um, folders with the clear cover that you use for, like, a project in school. (laughs) And Tala reads it, and she's like, this was so good. Wow, 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 wow. You're going to be in... I can't wait to read you when you're in bookstores. Foreshadowing? Um, so shall we? Go on? Yeah. <laughs> so she um, so she reads her story. She's like, you should come to Oxford with me, which I think is where Tala went to school. 
Um, but she invites her on a trip with her and her sister to Oxford. A sister that we don't that we don't know much about. All we know is that she's not cool. She's not cool. She's she's like if this was a movie about white people, she would be like the blonde girl that like doesn't like reading books. <laughs> like she yeah. she's just uncultured and she likes money and dresses. Yeah. Well, she plays a, a role, an important role soon here because yeah. they go to Oxford together. Which also. Um, Layla tells her family that she's going to Oxford, and her mom is like, ooh, are you going with your boyfriend, with Ollie? Ollie? And she's like, and she freaks no. out. She's like, no. No, I'm going with my friend Tala. We're just friends. And then her sister, uh, Yasmin, yes. uh, Layla's sister, sneaks. Well, she doesn't sneak. She goes into her room to check up on her because she got so upset. And she's like, hey, are you okay? What's going on? She's like, I'm fine. Nothing's going on. She looks at her books. She's reading, like, Virginia Woolf. And like there's a something C- else. A there's Katie also a Lang Katie Lang CD. So we see like the wheels turning in Yasmin's head. She's like, "Oh my god, Layla's a lesbian." Yeah, <laughs> that's why she's not like other girls. What the heck? We figured it out. We figured it out. Oh, that's why she's not thinking. She straight. literally can't think straight because she's thinking gay. She's thinking gay. <laughs> Aww. So she's like, um, "How is your friend Tala? Is she?" Hot. <laughs> yeah, she is hot. Yeah. Is she hot. Is she hot. She's like, is she nice as in nice or is she nice as in hot? <laughs> and Lila's like, no, leave me alone. Cut to, they go to Oxford. They're having, um, what is the sister's name? I don't know. So the, the sister that we don't like, who's annoying, her name is wow. Lamia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lamia. And she, they're literally having a picnic with Lamia and they're feeding each other food. Yeah, Tala and Layla. They're Tala feeding Layla, each other yeah. food. And the sister's like, what is going That's on? That's weird. Yes. So um, that plays a, that plays so a then, role. Soon. Yeah, her wheels start turning. Then we get one of those other like romantic walks. We get this conversation where Tala's like, how do you like my friend Ali? And uh, Layla's like, I like him. He's really sweet. He's nice. I don't know. There's something not coming together. And then she's like, I want to know about you. Like, you seem so sure of yourself and determined. Like, Decisive. It, decisive. You seem so decisive. How have you been engaged like four different times? And so she goes into like, well, the first guy, he was a drug dealer. Or she, he was a drug user, drug yeah, addict. had patter on his nose. Yeah. <laughs> and the mom was like, oh, he was, he was handsome. <laughs> and but, then uh, the other ones didn't work and out. And the other ones didn't work out. I can't really remember why. It just didn't happen. And, she, and she's like, well, what about um, Hani, which is her current fiance? And she's like, Hani, he's perfect. He's gorgeous. He's nice. He's progressive. And she was like, I don't know. I can't seem to find anything wrong with him. And Layla's like, why are you trying to find something wrong with him? Ooh, Ooh. Slap back. Slap back. Come, cut to. They're sharing a room. Ooh. It's happening. Okay. Uh, uh, Tala puts on some music. Layla's like sitting reading a book. And then Tala's like, she puts on some music. She starts dancing. Yeah, it's She's so like, funny. They actually start playing Moana. Make way, make way. <laughs> Moana, it's time you knew. The Mate knew is all you need. Yeah, she doesn't play that song. <laughs> we were just make singing way. that earlier. We needed to shoehorn our beautiful singing voices into the show. We didn't in sound some beautiful way. just then. <laughs> make way. 
way, make way. We, I don't care what you say. We sounded good. Okay. Anyway, they are about to do something dirty. So, yeah. So, Tala's like, why don't you come and dance with me? Here's another important plot point. Layla is clumsy. <laughs> they talk about that all the time, and we never see her once do anything She never trips. Clumsy. She never drops anything. No. But she's clumsy. That's everyone. a word they use to describe her yeah. many times. Many times. So, she's like, come dance with me. Layla's like, oh, I can't dance. I have no rhythm. So then Tala's like, I'll teach you. Then immediately Layla learns how to dance. They start grinding. She's Slowly. grinding. She's smelling Tala's hair. Then the kiss happens. Oh, I love the kiss. The kiss is so good because like they get so close and then you can see Tala, like you can't hear what she's saying, but she's basically like, Yeah, do it. Yeah, she's like nodding her head. Yeah. Like you can And then do it. they kiss. It's and it's very so hot. passionate. It's very good. Amazing. No, There's a love scene. Lots of cut to like footage. It's really good. It's a great. These love ladies, scene. they're beautiful. They're hot. and they're believable. They're believable. They're yes. so beautiful. Yeah. And they actually, it seems like they really enjoy boinking each other right now. For sure. For sure. I Maybe believe they them. would call it something yes. a little bit more romantic, but <sighs> they should have called the movie. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about gay boinking. I can't <laughs> stop thinking about gay boinking. <laughs> Uh, so that's the official title that we <laughs> call it here. <laughs> so they make love. It's beautiful. The next day, Layla's like, have you ever done this before? I was like, what? Slept with a woman while my fiance was planning a wedding? Nope. I don't think so. <laughs> nope. Never done that. Layla's like, you know what I meant. And then it ends up sad. Yeah. Well, so we find out that Tala actually had a relationship with a girl in college. Uh, but she was like, it was just a phase. Tala's very... Uh, reluctant to get into this relationship because her family is religious, because she thinks that they'll be persecuted in Jordan. Um, She's like, people don't live this way, not here, not in Jordan. But she's awakened this part of Layla that Layla can't go back. She can't go back to the way she was before. She now knows this thing about her that makes her not like other girls. (laughs) (laughs) She's not like other girls. I'm not going to let this die. (laughs) She likes other girls. Huh? That's that's not as fun as I was hoping it would be. Um, so the whole trip is ruined because Lamia calls their... First of all, they take Lamia to a museum and she was like, oh, I'm so fucking bored. She calls her mom and she's That'd like... That'd honestly I'm, be me, though. <laughs> I know you work you, at a museum, Peyton, but I kind of hate museums, so I really identify with the bitch sister in that, in that scene. I'm like, oh, that would be me, though. That would be me. I, I won't hold it against you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so she calls Tala's mom, uh, and she's like, Tala brought this girl on our trip, and they're acting so weird, and we're not even going shopping. I don't understand. So when they get back, Tala and um, Layla are like about to make out in her English house, and then lo and behold, her mom comes right around the corner. Ugh. She's like, hey, what are you girls up to? Ugh, it's a horrifying moment. It's so It's a scary. horrible moment because that's exactly how I was walked in on my first time. Ugh. Yeah. That's I was so making out scary with Kayla. and stressful. Yeah, and it's exactly how it happened, and you can, like, see the pain and, like, the, like, I'm gonna die look yeah. on their face. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. And then it gets worse. It gets Same worse hell. Because, because the mom also invited Hani over. The fiancé. Yeah, the fiancé. And Hani and... Tala are sitting next to each other on the couch 
And her mom's like, aren't they so beautiful together? They just love each other so much. And they start like making out yeah, in front of Layla. Then they force Layla to stay for dinner. And she's like, no, I really she's don't. Like, and I they're, like, go, and they're like, no, you must. So they have a really awkward dinner. This accumulates. And after she's like leaving, she's like, Tala, listen, I can't go back to the way things were. Um, I'm, this is how I am now. And if you, and like, I want to be with you. And Tala's like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I, I can't hurt other people. Th- this is one of your favorite lines. Yes, because I'm going to get gushy. Is that the word? <laughs> yeah, gushy is the word. I'm going to get gushy. Uh, <laughs> Ew, don't make it sound sexy. I'm going to get gushy. No. <laughs> uh, the line that I like, Layla says this when she's like begging Tala to be yeah. like, do this. Say you can do this. Yeah. Say you can be with me. And it's a really heartbreaking moment because yeah. they finally like, you can tell that they're like falling in love with each other or they already are in love with each other yeah. she's begging her and she says i want to be with someone who 10 years from now still makes my heart jump when i hear her key in the door and that Ugh. someone is you and that's how i feel about my woman and i'm gonna scream it from the mountain <laughs> anyway so now is the most important moment of this entire podcast, Peyton. The moment that we've all been waiting for. The character you've all been waiting, waiting for, for us it. to get to. Gay Cousin, cousin David. David. <laughs> uh, so David is the brother of Lamia's husband. husband. Who And they're trying to hook David up with Zena, who is Tala's youngest sister. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. The most important thing is that Lamia's husband's like, Remember David? And <laughs> Zuna says, David, does he still like musicals? <laughs> and that's how we know that he's gay. That's how we know. <laughs> then later in the car, they're like, they're, we meet David. And he's like, David, uh, how's it going with the ladies? And David's like, I'm not interested in women. Yeah, he does just say it. You know, there's really no point to David. I, th- I think the main point to david is that one they wanted to like include another kind of gay character in the movie maybe like not a lesbian but i think the main plot plot point is that um david brings up the conversation where lami is like telling xena you should hook up with david and then tal is like would you really want to marry your sister off to someone who's gay and doom her to like a lifetime of unhappiness and that sort of makes tala confront her feelings about, like, if she should marry Hani or not. So that conversation comes up. We cut to Layla, who comes home, and she decides to come out to her mom. And that's, that sequence is very, like, rife with, like, emotion and turmoil because um, her mom is very religious, and she instantly tells her, like, I don't accept you. Like, I, you're going to burn in hell. Gonna, yeah. She's like... Layla's like, you told me that you would love me no matter what. And her mom's like, I lied. It's, it's a harsh it's really coming rough. out scene. And then it's, the dad comes in. And, and then, he's like, and what's he going on? <laughs> and then like, Layla says, I'm gay. And he goes, but I've only, only been gone, gone for two, two hours. It's <laughs> pretty funny. Pretty funny. Pretty but funny. then he's like, he's like, it's time for you to get a new place on your own. Yeah, dad's good. Mom's, mom's going to need some bad. time. <laughs> She's going to need some time. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it typical in lesbian movies for the dad to be more supportive or or was it 
That's an interesting thing to point out because I think so, if you really think about it. Because in gay movies, it is typical for the mom to be more supportive. So it's interesting that that's a um, sort of a, I guess, what's it called when it shows up in more than one thing? A cliche, I guess. Like a typical trope. trope. A typical trope. Thank you, producer Nick. Nick Lathan, everybody. Give it up for Nick Lathan. He told us trope. (laughs) He gave us the word trope. (laughs) Word of the day, trope. No, no, no. The word of the day is technically. boobies (laughs) boobies <laughs> because every time we've tested the mics we've Peyton and I boobies. keep laughing so hard because we're incorporating boobies and everything and Nick, and Nick I think is he, so mad at Nick us I think he funny. loves it actually I think he does he might not show it but I think he thinks boobies are I think are just funny. like Layla's mom she loves her but she doesn't show it yeah um so so yeah so Layla comes out she's gonna move into her own place we get a very tongue-in-cheek scene where Layla's sister Yasmin comes in wearing a shirt that says, I can't think straight, the title <laughs> of the movie, y'all. <laughs> um, and then we cut back to Tala, who's finally confronted her feelings that like she needs to cancel yet another wedding because she can't put Hani through. Has she talked to Ali yet? And has that conversation? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. It's right after this. Oh, sorry. So, no, you're fine. So she... Um, we see another example of a supporting dad because she cancels the wedding. The dad's like, whatever you need, like, it's fine. Then he, like, has this comedic line of, like, wow, they should sell insurance for wedding parties or <laughs> for weddings. Uh, so then we get to, like, the the turn. She tries to call... No, she gets together with Ollie and Ollie tells her that Layla's come out and she's come out to her family and he's like, yeah, it didn't work out between the two of us. It turns out she likes girls and I'm, I'm really happy for her. Like, I'm glad she's being honest. Turns out Ollie is an ally. Ooh. Amazing. Ollie the ally. No wonder he's perfect, Peyton. No wonder he's perfect. Let's hope he's gay. He's not. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to me. Um, <laughs> um, so Tala finds out through Ollie that Layla's come out. And so she tries to call her, um, but uh, this call is screened by Yasmin, who, when she tries to give the phone to Layla, Layla won't answer it. So sad. So then we jump ahead in time. We don't know how far ahead in time. It doesn't specify. And uh, we're at a conference, uh, like a lecture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's in Jordan, I think. Um, and Layla's apparently decided to go to school there. Um and Tala sees her at the lecture, and she's like, well, my family owns this building, so she must be here because of me. Very bold. She says that right to her face. Yeah. She <laughs> yeah says, she's are like, you here what are you doing here in Jordan? Is it because of me? And then... Uh, and then Layla's like, Layla's I was like, just seeing no. a lecture with my friend. And then this white girl's behind her, and the white girl's like, her girlfriend. <laughs> and she couldn't look more boring. <laughs> Literally nothing you about her. You barely see her. Like, I feel like half of her face is, like, cut <laughs> off by the... <laughs> the frame like we don't like, care we like, don't care she, she does not matter she doesn't matter all we need to know is that Layla is not available she has moved on so Tala's heartbroken over that we the two true allies Yasmin and, and Ali come together through a phone call Yasmin <laughs> Yasmin is like hey Ali guess what Tala's gay Ali's like what yeah she's in love with Layla we need to bring them together somehow so they concoct a plan to uh, basically say that Allie invited both of them for lunch, but they don't know that either one is invited. Yeah, they're like parent-trapping them. They're parent-trapping them, for sure, hard. 
Um, and then uh, they they show up and like. <laughs> Yasmin is like wearing like a Carmen San Diego outfit. She's got a trench coat and a huge ass Ridiculous hat, hat and sunglasses. She's getting a martini from the bar, just like silently waiting for them to show up. She's watching Ugh, them. That sounds so good right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love martinis. You love martinis. I and I love trench coats. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they're what? What's in a martini? Vodka. Okay, you can have it a couple different ways. Uh, gin or vodka. The uh-huh. most, the more classic way of having it is gin. Personally, I'm a vodka lady. I like. You can have it with a twist, which is with lemon, a lemon zest. Oh, that sounds um, good. But my personal way, this is my order. With I get olive. an extra dirty martini, which is with olive juice. I usually get it with Grey Goose mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, Prairie Vodka. I've been in too lately. It's an organic vodka. Some lady came up to me and told me to buy when I was in uh, Benny's. And I ha- I was looking at Grey- uh, t- maybe even Tito's or something. And she comes up behind me and Kayla and she goes, oh, no, no, no. You don't want that. You want this. And she never took her sunglasses off. And there's something about that that made me was trust her Yasmin? more. Was Yasmin? No, ironically, <laughs> this woman was very small, pretty old, and she just looked like she was a drinker. She looked like she knew what she was she talking about. She knew herself. And she's like, "This is." She's like, "Honestly, if this isn't a restaurant, I ask for this, and I go through it like crazy." Wow. And she had a handle of it in her in oh her hand, my which God. they make handles of this, which that makes me question if it's good. <laughs> but it was a glass handle. Yeah. Anyway, and it's on the top shelf. And it was cheaper than all of the others, so I bought it. It's so smooth. I love because I make dirty martinis at yeah. home too. I don't like olive juice, so I don't think I would like that. But oh, maybe it I tastes like, like salt lemon. water. I love it. Maybe I would like the lemon zest one. You should try it. Also, with gin, it's not bad. Yeah, so if any of you um, are adult men who would like to buy me a drink, I mean, it could be it. an adult woman. It's a free drink, Peyton. I'm trying to get a boyfriend, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll buy you a drink, Ugh. and then I'll get the fuck out of there so I don't cockblock you. <laughs> Thank you. Or I'll find you somebody. Anyway, speaking <laughs> of cockblocking, <laughs> actually, that's not a good transition, but so Layla and uh, Tala meet for this dinner. Uh, Yasmin sees them meet eyes, and she's like, it's over, and she leaves. <laughs> and then meets Ollie for a drink, and like, there's maybe a hint of like, maybe they're going to hook up. Could be. Who knows? We'll Oh, definitely. We'll, we'll let you know at the end, but definitely, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Tala and um, Layla are having dinner. The chemistry is still there. But They're it's not going love. as well as but they'd probably hoped. Yeah, because Layla's still seeing somebody. And um, Tala's like, do you love her? And she's like, I love parts about her, but I will not get back together with you because you still haven't come out to your parents. Yeah, she stays very strong. Yeah, she stays very strong. Also, another important thing to know is that somehow Layla is getting her book published. Oh. <laughs> Who knows how she got the deal? How like, much how time, much has time passed, it's We been. don't know. <laughs> it's still a book some, that has something to do with snow. It's like snow falling or something. I don't know. But yeah. it's, it's probably bad, but someone's publishing it. Someone's doing it. <laughs> After this dinner, this... It's too much. Tala can't be away from Layla anymore. She finally comes out to her, her parents. We don't get to see the scene. It's behind closed doors. But we do hear the cigarette woman, her mom, screaming. <laughs> uh, Ronnie is excited because her mistress is mad. Her mistress? Is that what you would say? What? Isn't a mistress like... somebody you bone on the side? Oh, yeah. But I feel like you would say mistress if you were like the help 
I don't know. She calls her madam, I think. Okay. She's like madam. But also a madam is like someone who runs a brothel. So the English language is very versatile and has many meanings. You're right about that. I like the sound of mistress. It sounds sexier. It sounds sexier. More naughty, more so dangerous. For, so <laughs> after this, Deborah's going to leave and write some fanfic about Ronnie and oh, the mom. You know, I've never actually written fanfic. I find that I read hard a lot to believe. Of it. <laughs> I have always wanted to write it, but I don't think I'm a strong writer. So it's if like, I'm just going to leave it to the professionals and read it. If you could write <laughs> fanfic about anybody, who would it be? Uh, Riz... Jane Rizzoli and Maura Isles. <laughs> I have not seen it, but of the show isn't it Rizzoli like very highly coded that they're like in love with each other? Yes, that's what, and the, the show ended and they never got together. <gasps> Nick, Nick, one time when we were in 5Bs at IO, he didn't know that I love this show yeah. so much. Like it's the most fanfic I ever read for this couple. <laughs> and he, in an improv scene, brought up Rizzoli and Isles fanfic with me. <gasps> and I gasped on stage and my reaction and like, was so real. you how did so you read me? Yeah. I, yeah, I was like, how did you get into my brain? Yeah. He didn't know that I loved Loved it, and then I got really excited, and it was so funny. Yeah, yeah. We never talked about that, I guess. But I would say Draco and Harry was probably my. Ooh, I love those kind of stories. The ones where they like butt heads all the time and they They hate hate each each other. other. That's also Quinn and Rachel from Glee for me. Faberry, I'm a Faberry like. That was a big shipper to the day I die. That was a big ship for sure. Yeah. Wow. I could talk about all this other stuff all day long. (laughs) <laughs> we're almost to the end we're doing good i think <laughs> if you guys ever want to like tell us who you ship and like yeah what kind of fanfic you like tweet us uh tweet us at queer movie night send yeah. us a message i do want to give out one recommendation if you're going to read rizzle's fanfic dr <laughs> dr mora isles and jane rizzle or the rizzoli wait jane calamity oh my god cut this out <laughs> What is it? Dr. Wait, Riz- Calamity Jane and Dr. Maura Isles. Medicine Woman. Cut that last part. Oh. I, I want to recommend. Just like Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Yes. This is the, it's Dr. Maura Isles, Medicine Woman, and it's Jane, Riz- oh my God. Forget this. <laughs> Forget this bit. Forget this. It's just my favorite fanfic and it's really fucking long. We should link but it I've somewhere. read it, we I've sh- read it three times. You should send times. us a link so we can link it somewhere. Okay, if this part even gets into the episode, because I'm really, I'm gushing it up. Oh my God, shut (laughs) up. Stop saying gushing. Okay, um, so she comes out to her parents, and then she walks out, and she's like, hot stuff. She's like, I'm done. And then she goes to the book signing for Layla. Where a hundred people are. (laughs) Yeah, so many people came for a book for an unknown writer. (laughs) Her for her first book. We get to see a white woman bungle her line. <laughs> she's so bad. She like laughs at nothing. Uh, and then she's like, thank you for that very illuminating reading. Yeah. Actually, the first woman before the white woman yeah. is the director and writer of the film. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, what a beautiful name. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's better than the actress she cast for yeah. it. Yeah. She's really good. And then who's she's third? Cute. She's a cute little lady. Who's third? Who's third? Who's, who's third? third? Who's third? It's Tala. <laughs> and Tala brings up her book, Smug as Hell. And she's like, make it out to Tala, who finally had the courage to come out to her parents. Yay. Yay. She did it. And then they share And a then look. Layla's like, Whoa! 
Mm-hmm. And then instead of writing that, she writes something else. Tala walks away. She opens the book. It says, I love you. Oh, right in the field. That's right. You just came in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> after anyway. that, they meet each other after the thing. They, they're talking. Layla's like, how did you come out to your parents? What did you say? Tala's like, I told them I met a beautiful, imaginative, thoughtful, thoughtful clumsy. clumsy. She's clumsy, everyone. We've Where never seen it. Is She's clumsy. But it's drilled into <laughs> our brains 20 million times. She's clumsy. <laughs> um, woman, and I love her. And then. And the then, biggest um, twist known to man. The biggest twist. A second sex a second scene at the scene. very end of the movie. In what seems like the same room they had sex in the first time, yeah. but they were in a it's hotel the first time. It's also a very weirdly artsy choice that like, they cut between, they cut, keep cutting between them undressing and then them actually having sex. You so know, it goes back and I forth. like it. it Deborah shows, likes it. There you go. It shows, um, what's the word for it? It shows um, uh, mm. zest. Flow. <laughs> the sound look like this. Uh, She's dynamics. Doing... Dynamics. Dynamic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's actually a very hot sex scene, and yeah. it co- it's so random. It's good though because I I, I don't think it's random because it's just like they finally got back together. They're like, yeah, if but had in so any other movie apart, it would be like, like a big kiss. It wouldn't be oh, like it's like set up the same way as the first one. Oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, it, okay, it sounds like I'm complaining, but I need the everybody needs to she know. Like Mama's that. happy. She like Mama, Mama likey. <laughs> Mama likey. Booby. <laughs> After that sex scene, we get the the largest jump of them all, which is that Tala turns to Layla and she's like, "We're gonna need a bigger place because I told my parents that we're gonna have kids." Boy, and I'm like, where did that come from? Is that just like the the trope that like lesbians move super fast? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't mean, know. So there's that, and then and then we uh, we see that Yasmin and Ali are going backpacking together. Yahoo! Um, yes, they did get together. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone ends up together. And then the movie ends on the strangest line, which is we cut to uh, an aunt of like uh, Tala's that we met at the beginning of the movie. And she's like, I don't understand. Some of my best friends are Lebanese. Hey. Credits roll. That's the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to end on what they thought was the funniest line. <laughs> They're like, this is a line. We've got to put it somewhere. I think I did line laugh the first movie. time I watched it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. You gotta laugh because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. But, so um, that's, the so that's the movie. I can't think straight. I can't so. think straight. Any other our overarching thoughts that we didn't cover? I mean, probably, but all I can think about is my fanfic right now. <laughs> <laughs> that you're going to yeah. write? And- no, that I'm going to read. <laughs> the Rizzoli you know about- Niles, yeah. Yeah, Rizzles. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. I, th- I thought the first time I saw the movie, I wasn't sure if I liked it. I think... Um, Coming off of Desert Hearts, it's so like hard to follow like such a perfect lesbian movie. But I do really enjoy this movie. I think the chemistry between the two leads is so good. It's like easy to like fall in love with that. And I think if I had caught it when you caught it, um, I would have really been into it. It would have been like one of my movies that I go back and look at. 
Yeah, it's like sure. 19, 18. Yeah. So. yeah, for sure. If I caught it then, if like, I hardly it. saw any gay movies at that age. So, like, Same. I would have been so into it. It seems like it reminds me of, like, a romantic movie I would see on ABC Family that I would love, like Au Pair. Or... Oh, which I just watched. Oh, my God. Does it hold up? It's I on YouTube because we found it on YouTube yes. because we were talking yes. about it. And it doesn't hold up. Actually, oh. the main girl is really annoying. <gasps> I kind of hate her. If I knew her in real life, I'd be like, ugh, she's the worst. Oh, that sucks. But I remember I having the biggest boner for her when I was little. She's sexy, and she's got those glasses. Yeah, remember when she, she like, goes on her Does fashion? she have, like, a moment where she gets contacts? Yes, she does. Ugh. And she changes all of her clothes and her hair but and stuff. But she looks great in glasses. What the fuck? Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about that movie. <laughs> oh, Pear's on YouTube, if anyone oh, wants Pear's to see it. Oh, on YouTube. It. Catch it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed this movie. I think... It, it had some like, like some extraneous extra storylines and things like that. But I, I had a good time. It doesn't end with people dying or anything. Yeah. Is yeah. this perfect? No. No. But is there enough good? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, Not all two of these beautiful, be- two beautiful women of color bringing two cultures together, mm-hmm. bringing two lady bits together, <laughs> lady bits together, <laughs> together, boobies. <laughs> Uh, that would be the perfect sign off but we still have some stuff to say yeah so on the kinsey scale that's how we rate oh, the movies weird. should we do the kinsey scale first yeah let's well Whichever should one. we do the vita russo i think we should do the vita okay, russo and then so the vita russo test um it's very much like the bechdel test which is um sort of a a gauge on how female representation is shown in movies the vita russo test is for uh for uh LGBTQ representation in movies. Um, and it's based off of uh, Vita Russo, who wrote a book called The Celluloid Closet about uh, gay representation in film. And basically it follows three rules. One is that uh, the, there must be characters in the movie that identify as LGBTQ. Passes that one, of course. Two is that um, the characters have to have personality traits that have something other to that, that don't define them as LGBTQ. Something other than their queerness defines them. And then three is that um, if you remove them from the plot, the plot, like, you, could, you can't remove them from the plot without uh, ruining the plot, basically. So I would say I think it passes. I mean, um, they they do have personality. I, I wouldn't say they're fully fleshed out characters. Oh, we didn't talk about the the love letter scene, but eh, it's, it's just a really bad important. love letter yeah, that Tyler writes love, to Layla, and it's poorly Layla. written. It's bad. I mean, she's a businesswoman. We can't expect her <laughs> right. to be an artist. But she did get that account. Don't forget, she, she got that account. So mm-hmm. she is a feminist woman, basically. Yeah. Um, I I would say they're not strongly fleshed out, but there's you can see like character like um I would say. Layla is shy, but she stands up for what she believes in. And um, Tala is feisty and, like, strong-willed, but she is thoughtful about what her family thinks of her. Um, there, there is, You do see other characteristics. I would say not fully, fully fleshed out, but you do get an idea of sort of what their personalities are. So I would say it passes. Let's say it passes. Let's say it passes. Um, also, here at Queer Movie Night... How do we rate the movies, Peyton? We rate the movies on the Kinsey scale, which is a rather archaic 
uh, scale, <laughs> um, scale uh, base test um, that uh, Dr. Kinsey came up with to uh, identify sexuality and uh, human beings. It goes from zero to six, zero being completely heterosexual and six being completely homosexual. Right. Peyton, as we mentioned in prior episodes, is a six. I'm a six. And I am a zero. Deborah's a zero. <laughs> um, and she's completely straight and we let her be on the show anyway. Uh, it's so, such a weird bit that we keep that keeps continuing. Weird, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think it'll ever leave and probably no one even enjoys it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, so basically, uh, our, in our mind, the, the better the movie is, the gayer it is. So, um, I would say for this one, I want to say like a five or a 4.5. Like it's not a perfect movie. I was going to say four. Really? Okay. I'll say four then. I'm going to say four. But a 4.5 has a little bit of spice in it. Yeah. So maybe a 4.5. Yeah. I I think the chemistry between the women is so good. Uh, For the most part, it's a positive and like I'm actually not even for the most part it's a positive representation of of queer ladies mm-hmm. um uh some of it's like a, a tv movie but not a, a good tv movie like not a bad one um I, I think it it does have like room to improve like but I think it's overall good movie I say mostly mostly homosexual okay for sure mostly homosexual yeah there we go awesome now how are we going to close this out well, we should plug ourselves for sure. Ooh, if you want to follow us, we're on all social media accounts. You can follow us at, at Queer Movie Night on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You and can Instagram. also follow our personal accounts on Instagram. I am at Deborah D. Bag, and on Twitter, Deborah Duncan. And for Peyton, I am Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter. Um, tweet us, uh, rate and subscribe the show. Yes. Um, and oh, we should also plug uh dreamboat we should if you find yourself in the chicago area later this month head over to io chicago and see peyton and i perform with dreamboat on august 23rd and the 30th at 10 p.m dreamboat is an improv team consisting of entirely lgbtq plus members put together by deborah and our good friend rachel smith dreamboat will be performing every thursday through september and featuring a very special solo act on august 23rd we have the pleasure of welcoming drag performer dairy queen and on August 30th, Deborah will be playing music with her freaking fiance, Kayla, under the banner of the music duo, The Cues. Days before we get married. Literally two days before we get married. It's going to be a hot marriage show. <laughs> Most importantly, the 23rd is my birthday, so come see us perform and then buy me a drink. Yes! <laughs> All right, Peyton, should we say what the next movie is? I think we should. Is this my pick? It is your pick. Oh, it is my pick. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So my pick for um, the next episode is GBF, Yay. directed by Darren Stein. It's so good. It's the mean girls of the gay community it's so good and it's on netflix and it's on netflix so check it on netflix before you listen to the episode and enjoy enjoy the movie it's so good bye bye boobies (laughs) thank you for playing arcade audio play more at arcadeaudio.net